Previously on Adventures in Questing. I'm Merchant Lord Marquard. Unfortunately, my lumber mill has ceased operations. Every book I've read, anyone who like goes into really scary forests, they don't really go well. When I was very young, I was picked up by some pirates. The Children of Boss, that's what they're called. Thora and I were also raised at sea. Our parents recently passed away. Looking down, there is a horse laying dead on the ground, and a humanoid of some kind laying dead and still pinned by the body of the horse. There's also a small scroll case. Depositing it onto your palm, a folded piece of paper gets your hand. Mr. Jessen Vidrew, I've enclosed the first half of your payment in the envelope, the other half to be delivered upon your delivery of the piece. What is the piece? You reach in, pull it out. It is like a half circle of very finely carved dark stone with a series of glyphs along the edge. It's your name. We heard about a forest that's, uh, things wrong there. Do you know what's going on? Some level of corruption. The forest is sick. I can see two large shapes diving towards you. I need everybody to roll initiative. <laughs> guys are flying in at you. They are roughly um, 10 feet above the ground right now. Okay. I am going to hold my action until one is within uh, striking distance okay. of me. I will move just so I'm a little bit closer to them, but still uh, close close to my people. Okay. Get that sneak attack. Uh, Pim. Are they on the ground? No, they are flying. They are about 10 feet up right now. I'll stay where I am and then attack with my light crossbow on them. Okay, make an attack roll. You pull out your light crossbow. First combat of the game. The fighter. 21. 21 hits. Roll for damage. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. Do you want to move it off? Uh, I am going to move towards those rocks. Okay. And, like, be concealed behind them. Yep, and you just duck behind those rocks. Yep. You're like... You run over to the rocks. Perfect. Um, it's the vulture's turn. Oh boy. This vulture, this one that is that was just hit with a crossbow bolt by Pim, is going to alter course. It's going to fly right over to Pim and is going to make an attack at Pim. He's going to make a beak attack and a talon attack on him. Oh no. That's a natural 20. Oh, no, no, Pim! Um, Pim. For the first attack and the second attack is... Oh, about to be squishy. 10 against AC? 16. Okay, hey. so it doesn't hit you. Hey. The first one hits you for seven points of piercing damage. Oh! oh. Just kind of, yeah. you get stabbed um, with this horrifying hooked beak. Um, everyone has seen a photo of a bearded vulture, right? Yeah. That is yeah. what the giant vultures look like. These like feathered heads with these like black trails coming off the beak and these just horrifically hooked beaks kind of pecks at you and you kind of uh, take the, the beak and as it slashes at you, you manage to <coughs> completely duck underneath the talons. The second vulture is going to fly straight towards Korra and get within striking distance. So make that attack, Korra. Oh, yeah. And you do have an ally in the form of Layla within five feet. Yes, so you get I sneak do. Attack. That's if you hit. Okay, uh, 16. 16 hits. Roll for damage. Sweet. Oh my gosh. This is so exciting. <laughs> okay, so that's five plus three is eight plus six is 14. 14 points of damage. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. What is that? 
Jesus. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> wow. just I yeah. You guys see Cora with that with your rapier? Cora yes. whips out this very cool rapier and does like a fucking swashbuckly maneuver and just stabs in as it's kind of coming for Layla. But um, beforehand, that was just triggering your, your reaction. Yeah. So now it is going to make first a beak attack on Cora, and mm-hmm. it rolled a natural one. Cool. And it's going to make an attack on Miss Layla. Shield. Okay, hell yeah. That was 15 against your AC, but then your AC just went up by 5, correct? Yeah. That's yeah. what Shield does? Yeah. So, so what's your AC now? <laughs> 18. 18. So the talents come in, and you guys see tiny little Layla <laughs> throw up the shield. Roll a d20. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. 13. Okay. Then nothing happens. You are fine. Uh, okay. I love this. Dove's turn. Dove um, kind of sees everything that's kind of happening, and he pulls the <laughs> the staff back off of his uh, chest and shoulders and shoves it back in the air. And kind of, and he kind of cricks his his neck a little bit, and he starts to kind of grow. Ooh. And he transforms into this like half man, half bear. This like blonde, dark blonde fur all over his chest and torso. His uh, hands kind of extended to these long claw like, like a mixture between a bear paw and a, a human hand. And he has a full on like bear head. And he just kind of and is going to run nice. oh my God. right over here at the vulture. That was unexpected. <laughs> and is going to make an attack. And yep, that's going to hit. Um, and you kind of. Throw up the shield, Layla, and all of a sudden this gigantic hairy figure kind of pounces on the vulture, and you see as it holds the body, it rips a wing and like the neck and head clean off the body of the giant vulture and just deposits it down into the ground as the vulture just lifelessly hits the dirt. Wow. Just kind of, kind of roars at it again. Um, he's a werebear. Uh, okay. I'm a bear. A what bear? <laughs> a bear bear. A who bear? A why bear. A uh, okay, Layla, it's your turn. Layla, this, this guy is deed. D-E-D, he dead. Layla's gonna see that and then turn towards the other vulture. Okay. And roar and run towards. Okay. <laughs> you start running. Uh, what's your speed? 30. You start running at the other vulture who's attacking your buddy Pim. And then I'm gonna, um... <laughs> You shoot a fireball. Bless you, got it. Fireball. Okay, make the attack roll. And you got unnatural there, twenty. Buddy. Unnatural twenty hits. Roll for damage. <laughs> Two. Two points of damage. Yeah. Okay, you kind of, and this little mode of fire, and the bird kind of, kind of turns and just squawks at you really, really loud. She goes, <laughs> Amazing. And Firebolt is a cantrip, correct? Yes. Uh, Raiden, it is your turn. Okay. I'm going to come up here between the birds and the little girl, and uh, I'm going to pull out my uh, my pike. I'm going to, like, spin it above my head a little bit and slice into him. Oh, yeah, because you've got reach. Yeah. Hell, yeah, make an attack roll. Okay. 21 hits. Yeah. Roll for damage. All right. Yeah, you guys see Raiden kind of kind of Oprah and Martell swing his oh, pike around and take good. a slash. That's uh, 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. You kind of cut into it kind of <laughs> you open up the bucket blood just <laughs> flies out is that your turn um yeah that's my turn okay Winnie as you're getting ready to go you hear <laughs> and another vulture starts diving in over here and it is your turn Winnie what would you like to do no no um I think Winnie's like ha 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 <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> freaking out a little bit and then uh he's gonna run behind this rock by the one that just landed because it seems like there's enough people over here and I'm going to cast a uh, Witch Bolt. Okay. Yeah, so she's gonna go and she's gonna like lock on and she's gonna be like, oh god! Okay, like, she's going the, to she's like, oh, Is it an attack roll? Yeah. Okay, make I it an attack roll. Ooh, that's an 18. 18 hits. Roll for damage. 
points, Devin. Seven points of lightning damage. Jesus, that's awesome. Okay. <laughs> yep, and she's just gonna block off. <laughs> and yep. Ultra connect. <laughs> yeah. Kind of freaks oh out God. a little bit. Okay. Thora. Mm. Cool. I'm gonna run over to this one here, but my brother hit. Okay. I'm gonna smack him with my maul. And I smack him with the hammer. <laughs> 17. So you guys see Thora kind of like, <laughs> kind of roar in a roar like equivalent to what Dove just fucking did, and she pulls out her big hammer and runs forward. What was your attack roll? That's 17. Yes, now roll for damage. And you can add the plus two for your rage damage. 13. Thir yeah, 13. Uh, you, like, the vulture kind of like, <laughs> you just completely crush it underneath your hammer and the blood just kind of <laughs> sprays all over you and a little bit gets on Pam. <laughs> it's like, ah! <laughs> As you get a little bit of vulture on you. Uh, all right, Doc. What do you want to do? I'm going to pull out my crossbow and point at this motherfucker over here. Hell yeah, shoot that motherfucker over there. Mm, 12. 12 hits, roll for damage. 4 points of damage. 4 points of damage, okay, yep, you pull out your little crossbow, fire it off at the vulture, you're going to, and continues flying. Cora. Um, I am going to run as close as I can get to the new one. Okay. And again, <laughs> hold my turn until it's in within range. Within range. Okay, Pim. He's going to take off his glasses and clean the blood off them. <laughs> and then he's going to put it back on and then like run his hands through his curly hair and then pull out the crossbow and make an attack against that one. Okay, make an attack roll. It's like, 14. That hits, roll for damage. Five. Five points of damage. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> fire off. And he's gonna go duck behind that rock. <laughs> Okay, you go here, and a fourth vulture <coughs> swoops in Bastards. down here. Five, ten, twenty. Is gonna swoop down in here to Thora. Gonna make an attack roll, two attack rolls, seeing you crush its friend. Uh, Twelve against AC. Uh, no. Kind of, you kind of push back the the beak. Second attack isn't also gonna hit, so it swings at you, and you just fight off this vulture. This one's swooping this way. You can make an attack if you'd like. Got him. Cora. Well, I don't know if I got him yet. Let's find out. <coughs> That's a nat 20. Oh, hell yeah. Um, these dice, I am... Um, you don't get to add sneak attack dice, but you happy. do get the regular rapier dice. Right. Because um, I don't have the thing yet where I'm when I'm in single combat, it's sneak No, that's, uh, that's third that's level. That's third level. Okay. But I do get my dice. Um, okay, uh, nine total. Nine total damage, yeah. You, uh, you kind of slice this and it just hits the ground in a cloud of dust and just lays completely dead. Sweet. You gutted it. Alrighty, it's Dove's turn. Um, he is going to back up and just hold his action if someone gets too close to the cow. Mm -hmm. Layla. She's, she's, oh, this she's, one's dead. No, no, this one is dead. Mm -hmm. Sorry. She's gonna run, 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 run over to that one with with, with her quarter, quarter staff, and she's okay. gonna use um, green flame blade. Okay. Which basically just <coughs> hits, basically like like if it hits, green flames erupt from it. Okay. Like a spell? Is it a spell attack roll or is so it a regular, I, I just roll it a regular attack melee roll. attack? And um, I'm gonna give myself advantage with Tides of Chaos. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna mark that you did that. 21 hits, roll for damage. Cool. Seven, six, seven, seven points of damage. Two points of, I think, bludgeoning, and then five points of fire damage. Seven points of damage? Yeah. And that was the first level spell, right? No, 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 no that was a cantrip. Oh, it was a cantrip? Okay. Because I can only bring, I can only make you roll the surge when you cast a, a first level spell. Yeah. But you have one in the fucking, I have one for you in the bank, bud. Uh, okay. 
Yeah. That can just happen anytime? Yep. Oh. Anytime he casts a first level spell or higher. Right in. Okay, I'm going to come right up to this vulture and kind of push Bora back a, a little, little bit. bit. Okay. And I'm going to plunge my rapier into its seek. Okay, make an attack roll. That's right. 16. 16 hits, roll for damage. Okay, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Okay, <coughs> that's it. Um, that's my turn. Okay, Winnie. I think she's gonna look, she's gonna do the exact same thing. She's gonna be like, oh, oh this no, worked. where do I go? <laughs> but she's holding, she still has her thing out, I think. <laughs> thing out. She still has, <laughs> like she's still holding which Bolt, technically, but the thing but died. The thing died, so it's done. So she's gonna creep behind uh, this rock a little bit. Okay. And then she is going to cast a uh, firebolt at this Hell bird. Hell yeah, roll the attack. Gonna... It's, it's, it's a 16 plus a 6. Hell yes, roll for damage. No. Three. And if it is flammable, it ignites. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Birds are flammable. Uh, you, and the, the bird kind of, and then some of its feathers start to catch fire, and it's kind of like, kind of freaking out a little bit. And you're just kind of like, oh, just caught that bird on fire. Uh, Thora. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to take a step back. You're like, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and attack it with my mom. That's a natural. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, bye-bye, birdie. <laughs> <laughs> roll for damage, very good. Uh, roll for damage. You can double. You double all the dice, but you don't double like the plus two. Mm-hmm. That's nineteen points of damage. Yeah, uh, Thora, finish it. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So I think she's. <laughs> I think she like looks at her brother and is like, okay. <laughs> and she, I think she gives her mom like a spin and then just poof right onto its head. Just. <laughs> yeah. It, it just kind of. Explodes a little bit with the with the force of the drive and the rage. Uh, yeah. And gets blood on his just body. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. No! No, you can't. Uh, Layla definitely gets a little bit of blood on on her as as does Raiden. I think she, she looks her, her. She kind of and and uh, the bull <laughs> lays dead on the ground. Raiden's gonna be like, show off. <laughs> You guys kind of look back over, the, the cow is kind of <coughs> struggling and getting back onto her feet and kind of nudging the calf, and you see Doe kind of <laughs> and kind of shrink back down into his... How did you do that? Still free, huge. I'm, still huge human form. I'm giving you a high five, by the way. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a bear. Am I right? Wow. Did you say that to anyone in particular? <laughs> Just in his head, but also right. shared with the audience. It's like, a, it's like a soliloquy. <laughs> okay, short soliloquy. But Very short soliloquy. Hey, audience, we're all actors. If you can tell, there's been a uh, bye-bye birdie reference and a soliloquy uh, reference in the last few minutes. The shepherd's crook kind of flies back and he catches it, puts it back over his shoulders. Sir? Yeah. How did you do that? Just something I've been able to do for a while. Can you teach me? I want to be scary. <laughs> I think you're plenty scary how you are. Have you um have you seen these vultures before? Like it just looks like you're maybe familiar with them. Oh, they're attracted to blood and that sort of thing. Do you normally fight them all off by yourself? Normally, yeah. Wow. Mm. That helps when there's uh just some passers by, I guess. So th- uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Gives a little nod to the the cow and the calf, and they start walking up to catch up with the now very distant herd. So uh, we're headed that way toward the forest. And uh, do you know anything else about the corrupt? that's happening. Have you heard anything? Uh, I don't really step into cities. That's not really my scene. Uh, from what I could tell, this forest seemed corrupted or oh, cancerous. 
almost like raw, like an exposed nerve. How can we protect ourselves going in there? Uh, don't go in there, I suppose. Well, what if we have to because we're getting paid a lot of money to do it? Well, I'll just say this. If the forest itself is corrupt, then the very act of just entering the forest is a danger. Ancient beings roam these woods. They might have been angered or perhaps something particularly nasty has just moved in. I don't know. I don't have a lot of information for you. Apologise. We might not even have to go in there. Who knows? Not much of a detective. That's true. More of a shepherd. Mm. Um, and where do you go with your herd? Wherever they take me. You just throw them around? Yeah, I suppose so. I can understand that. Well, kind of like looks at, off at the herd. But to catch up was the, uh, it was good to meet you, I suppose. I don't really know any of your names. I'm Raiden. I'm Lila. Cordelia. I'm Winnie. Sorry. Very Cora. Pim. And then he puts out his hand with a crossbow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Reaches out and just clasps your hand in his fucking gigantic hand. <laughs> kind of shakes your hand. Don't see many halflings uh, outside of their hovels. It's good to see some out in the world. I agree. Thanks. What's your name? Thora. Well, for Thora. You too. Doc. Alright, maybe I'll see you again sometime. Yeah, if we make it back alive. Okay, well, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> we're going somewhere dangerous, we might all die. Gives you, kind of gives you a nod, he kind of takes oh. a second to kind of, his hair kind of came loose when oh. he transforms, so he kind of pushes a bunch of it up into oh. a, oh. Oh. Pushes it up and, oh. <laughs> Is that all happening? Everyone's just like, oh. oh. That's also a two-audience moment. Yeah, and he and he uh, strides off. Kind of, he's got just kind of this like kind of very easygoing, kind of like a local <coughs> grace. God, that's a beautiful man. Oh, I know, yeah. right? Agreed. He was very scary. I like Yeah. Shall we uh, onward? Onward or not? Onward now. Uh, I want to just watch him go a little bit longer. Why? Toward the money. It's a good view. That's a great view. It is the same view, he is just in it now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh. I climb back into... You clamber back up into the wagon. The cart. Continue on. Yeah. That horse was like the whole time just like... I know, I was what just thinking that. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we need to so take care of I know, I forgot we had a horse! Oh god. <laughs> oh my god, what if he stays next? He's just gonna like destroy our horse. Yeah. And we're gonna have it coming, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we never take care yeah, of it. Our, our horse looking. <coughs> He's fine. Watch okay. that baby. I'm assuming that you guys let him graze at night and unhitch yeah. it from the cart. I was yep. assuming as a farmer that you would know to do that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you guys continue along the road, um, and after that pretty eventful noontime, yeah. uh, you find a, a bluff and actually can see off in the distance, um, even though it's, it's growing very, very dark, uh, another kind of, like the hill kind of dips back down again, and down below you can see a forest that goes to the horizon. You cannot see where it ends. Doc, you would probably recognize that as the Moorwood Forest, and you can see this huge river running along uh, kind of the, the edge of the Moorwood Forest, and way down, probably still several miles away, the sun is about to go down, but you can see way off of the distance, built on the banks of this river, and bordered by the river, the prairie to the west, the river to the east, and there's a, a bit of forest that you can see very clearly turns eventually into the Moorwood to the south. Um, and even from here, that little patch of forest to the south, like the leaves, and it's spring, the leaves are like black. Uh, and there is clearly like a mist coming up through like the canopy of the forest. Mm. Um, and way down below, you can see that that little a little little <clears throat> town that you can only assume, judging from your map, is the town of Threshold. And is the river the border to Vester? Yeah, crossing the river, you would go into the Moorwood Forest, which is technically in Vester, um, but is considered sovereign territory for the Wood Elves. So, do you guys want to camp here on the bluff? <laughs> 
and then go down in the morning, or do you want to push on uh, a couple more hours through the night and get into the town? I think it might be good to go into town. I think so, too. See what's happening. You just want to keep on going in the dark? Did, can we see lights in the town? Oh, yeah. Okay, there, it seems to... You can see it's not a large it's town. It's not, like, dark. And you can actually see from a from a distance, you can see the the little mill that you saw in the uh, the miniature in Mark Wald's house. Okay. That, there's no lights going on there. Okay. But you can't see but lights in what you would assume are like... the residences. There's a, a several farms off in the distance. But the main town, you can see, like, lights in what you would assume is probably, like, the tavern. And you can see, like, a little temple of some kind from this distance. Yeah. So we don't have to go through the forest to get to the town. No. You go through the prairie. Okay. Cool. You want to push through? Let's just go for it. I agree. Get this over with. Okay. You guys uh, head on I mean, through. I love this job. Uh, who wants to... Who's driving the horses? Pim. Yeah. Okay, Pim. Uh, because you're driving in the dark, make an animal handling check, but with disadvantage. Eight. Okay. Everything seems fine. A little dark, oh, though. <laughs> Wait, was I making a perception or animal handling? Animal handling. Okay. Uh, the, you're, you're, you're kind of driving the horse, and the horse is nervous, because it's night. Mm. Um, and you continue kind of rattling down the road. A couple of hours pass, and you start passing farm, like little farmhouses. None of the lights are on in these farmhouses or barns, and you don't see any livestock in any of these mm. Uh, farms. It is nighttime. You, they could just be sleeping. Uh, and as you continue along the road, um, you eventually uh, reach, you can see off in the distance, this large curving sign that says threshold, in, like that's been painted on some wood. Um, it says uh, last stop before Vester. And then preceding the, this, the, the gate are like, spikes, like large six foot tall spikes that are sticking straight up out of the ground and shoved onto those spikes, um, probably up like through like the midsection and then up like the back the neck uh, are six humanoid-looking figures Ooh. that are just kind of like hanging on on the pipe, like on the spikes. And as you approach and get a little bit closer, you see all of these individuals are are vaguely female, but they don't resemble any humanoids you recognize. All of them have bark-like skin and like green or brown or red or purple hair that almost looks like curtains of leaves or like pine needles that are like that's like draping over their shoulders. And they're all bleeding, like, you can see, like, where, like, the wounds would have been is, like, sap instead of blood, um, and they are just kind of sitting up on those spikes as you kind of are driving through. Can I see if I know anything about the Yeah, roll a nature check, or just actually an intelligence check. Um, they actually, as you were looking closer, don't seem humanoid. You don't have damage, sorry. So I rolled a 10, but plus zero, so 10. Okay, looking at them, I think, as a, uh, a doctor, as a PhD, uh, these appear to be dryads, like a woodland fae spirit that is usually associated with a uh, a forest or a specific tree or a region or something like that. Six of them. Maybe that's why the forest is angry. The people have been killing that spirit. The dryads. How can you kill a spirit like that? Uh, put on the spike, I guess. <laughs> That was Jaden laughing. That was a morbid thing to laugh at, but it was funny. Kind of driving through the gate, you can now see um, the river on one side and, and the forest is on the other. And as you ride into town, you can see there's a large tavern that uh, seems to be called the Smiling Salmon. To the right, you can see this dark forest, and every once in a while, you hear this coming from the forest that kind of like echoes and like bounces off of the trees. Or you hear like a 
like these strange sounds kind of coming from the trees and coming from the dark forest that has like the blackened leaves. There seems to be just a mist not only coming through the canopy but like hanging in the forest itself to the point where you can't see past the first line of trees into the forest. Um, and as it, actually as you kind of drive through, are you guys heading towards the tavern or you can see a tavern, you can see a building that seems to be marked Sheriff's Office. Um, you can see a large temple, um, and then that's pretty much it. You can see a stable. And it's pretty late at night It's at this point? Uh, no, it's just, a, it's just like a few hours after <laughs> dusk. But like, the sheriff would probably be closed. The, it looks like the sheriff's office is closed. It looks like the tavern is still going. Okay. Um, outside the sheriff's office are two more spikes with dryads shoved onto them. Uh, we're going to tavern. Yeah. Yeah, for now. Uh, as you kind of are approaching the tavern, you pass a large temple that looks like it has been made out of stones just stacked on top of each other with an open roof. Like, the doorway is wide open. There's not a door. Mm. Looking through, it looks like there isn't a roof. Like, it's open to the heavens. You can't see into it very well. But beyond, like, right by the temple is a path of paved stone that snakes around the temple from the main road and then goes off and into the forest. As you continue along, you come to the Smiling Salmon and pull the cart in, and you can hear there's no music coming from inside the tavern, Lame. but the lights are very clearly on, and you can hear people, like, talking, but very quietly. Ooh. It is very eerie and dark and cold somehow here. You have moved up in elevation a little bit, but it's it's still springtime. But there were no symbols or Signals, maybe is a better word for us to like. It didn't seem like people wouldn't be welcome in this no. town. Seems like a town. Okay, maybe if we were dryads, we'd feel differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, shall we go in? Yeah. Okay. You guys hop off the uh, <coughs> hop off the cart, and I'm gonna tie the horse to a, like a post or something. <laughs> okay. Nice. You you uh, walk up walk up the stairs and kind of open the doors to the tavern, and people kind of look at you as you kind of approach and kind of go back to their 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 meals and their drinks. There's like talking, but it's all kind of like low grumbling. Most of these guys seem to be farmer types. A lot of them seem to be surrounded by their families. You actually see like a mother type like carrying a child up to some stairs. It seemed to go up to the second or third level. Um, but you do see there are some militia types in like some leather armor. I'm talking to a uh, a halfling woman uh, with a mane of gray hair that's kind of been pushed back who's just kind of got like a scar that like crosses from here all the way down, like past her collar. She's kind of chatting with some people. You can see there is a a bartender who is a a tall human who's just fixing some drinks and kind of looks up. Can I help you? Hi there. We're just passing through like a few drinks. I would at least. Absolutely. Do you require accommodations for the night? Yeah. How many rooms do you have? Um, Kind of looks around at these families that are sitting at tables. We're um, a little booked up. Uh, We have three rooms still available. That's Sounds fine. Alright, how much? Three silver per person. Alright, mm. I got it, I'll take care of it. How much is that total in gold? There are seven, so there's, uh, that's 21 so two silver gold pieces. Silver. So two gold and a silver. Okay. Kind of takes it, and uh, whiskey, ale. He's got like bags under his eyes. A glass of milk, please. Oh, a child. Is that uh, okay? I'm actually less surprised to see children in here than I normally would be. Kind of gestures with yeah, some of the kids that are with the families. Quite a lot. Kind of reaches down and pours you some milk. I'm gonna give him an extra gold. Hey, uh, what? If you don't mind my asking, what 
What's uh? What are all these farm folk doing around here? Uh, roll a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Unnatural twenty. Okay. He kind of leans in. Can we all hear this? Yeah. A few weeks back, there was uh, an accident at the mill. Mm. About thirteen people died. Whole level collapsed. Do you know how it collapsed? Well, people uh, later found um, that the wood had been uh, rotted. Our priest deduced that it was probably through some level of magic, uh, because the, the mill had only very recently been uh, renovated. And we actually saw about three dryads fleeing the scene after the, uh, the incident. And we tried to, you know, uh, I, w- I work the, the tavern, but the, the main level of commerce here is, is the mill. The town sprung up around the mill, mm-hmm. and uh, forests, uh, people started going in to chop down trees and, uh, you know, bring in lumber for the mill, and uh, people stopped coming back. People started hearing sounds strange howling. Anyway, people have been going missing for the last couple of weeks. As they go into the town, as they go into the woods, we we stopped. All the workers stopped working. Sent the last shipment of lumber. No one's gone into the woods to chop anything down for a little while. Sheriff reckons that the the local dryads have declared war or something and put out a bounty for any dryad, uh, dead dryads that can be brought, thinking that maybe uh, kill enough of them, they'll they'll stop, they'll be driven away. To be honest, uh, a lot of people's livelihood since the the forest stopped, people are, are living on very little right now. A lot of people live here right now, pro bono. A lot of the farmers don't feel comfortable having their families out in the wilderness. Have they attacked the farms, though? A couple of chickens and, and, and pigs were slaughtered uh, right around the time of the accident, and uh, a couple of couple of kids have gone missing. That was, again, very early on. Uh, so a lot of the farmers are just living here, um, and I'm just kind of letting them live. Uh, not a lot to, to live on. Uh, don't get paid great. They don't get paid great anyway, and uh, since the, yeah, the mill has stopped running, they've stopped getting the payment. What about these dryads? Did any of them con- what they've done? The sheriff has led some, some hunting parties and other people have gone out scouting around the woods, leaving bait. We can't really speak their language, but every time that they've been encountered, I suppose they've been uh, pretty vicious and, and uh, tried to, to kill the party as well. We've gone out. Only a couple of people have, have died trying to bring in the dryads. The priest actually thinks um, that we have a, a holy tree in the in the forest. It's a, uh, a totem to our uh, god of, of this forest, Glen Valen. To be fair, we stopped worshipping at it a while before the accident. Why? If you don't mind me asking. I don't really know. People worship the gods they worship. Uh, Holy Tree was here before we got here, and and we prayed to the the Lord of the Forest, I suppose. Uh, I'm not a particularly religious man. The priest believes that we should make pilgrimages into the forest and try to make amends with our god, and that perhaps he is the one who is sending the dryads. But various people agree. She's kind of an old, just kind of a kook, kind of a a kooky old lady. Have they changed to a different god, or they just stopped worshipping Glen Valen? But is there a different god that people are worshipping now? People worship different gods, gods of the harvest and things like that. The, this god is something more ancient. Right. Probably that tree's been here several ages ago. It's very old and, and large. But uh, no one's been there, obviously, since the incident, and anyone who has gone into the forest hasn't come back, and so the, the priest is trying to push us into making that pilgrimage, but not a lot of people are feeling confident about that. Where does Glen Valen reside? Well, we don't really. People say that they see him, but he is the, he's the forest. Mm. So, at least the way the legend goes. We have a, a shrine to him, a, a temple that... Um, that uh, Mother Dola tends and, you know, maintains. But uh, we are a cursed town, and our livelihood has been taken. And uh, while I can charge for, I can charge strangers for room and board, um, I am feeding a lot of people out of my, my own pocket right now. It is good for some paying customers to come well, by, and he kind of tries to, like, force a little smile. Well, hopefully your fortune turns around soon. hope so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to un- unload. Uh, this tavern is very well maintained, and, and it's very clean, and, and is devoid of all horrors. <laughs> people have been very comfortable here while they've been staying. I'm, I'm sure you will have no trouble, and if you leave, if you, I'm assuming you're moving through town, um, you can leave during the co- the cover of day.
daylight, which seems to keep maybe whatever's in that forest at bay. Are you moving on? Are you just on your way through Vesta? We may be here for a couple of days. Just to rest. We've been riding for a while, so... I would um, be careful on the road. I assume you've heard what, what happened with mm. Vesta and Oster. Uh, mm. no. No, what happened? I, I, I can only say what I've heard. Um, apparently every year, I'm, we're not a part of the kingdom. Apparently every year, um, there is a peace summit of sorts between Vesta and Oster. Not that they were warring, but uh, a, a time for the, the Empress of Vesta and the King or Queen, I suppose, of Oster to meet together in neutral territory and discuss issues that they're having and how they can help each other as two of the human kingdoms. Anyway, there was some sort of explosion and the Empress and the King were both killed. Of Vesta? The Empress of Vesta and the King of Oster were both killed quite suddenly in, in the explosion as well as their retinue, large number of their relations and, and knights. Do we know their names? The queen, the empress. I, I don't know their names. I am not a part of the kingdom. I just hear what people have been telling me. Anyway, I suppose Oster and Vester have always had a tense relationship. Oster was, after all, once a part of the Vester kingdom. Anyway, Prince has, uh, well, I suppose she's queen or empress. Allegra has declared war on Oster and means to take them back under the, the wing and, and make them a, a part of the Vester kingdom again. Oh. Um, so anyway, I suppose the, our neighbors are at war. A lot of mercenaries have been coming through. When news. soldiers are called away to battle, there's a lot of mercenaries work to be had in, in kingdoms at, kingdoms at war. So apparently there's a lot of fertile jobs, a lot of places out there in the next two kingdoms that will pay well since <coughs> the soldiers and militia are no longer in those towns. Did you say, um, does anyone know what caused the explosion? Queen Allegra, I believe, blamed it on Austrians, Austrian insurgents, but the Austrians, I, I suppose, denied it. Anyway, a lot of mercs have been coming through, headed to find work. I suppose mercenaries are one of the only people who thrive in wartime. Mm. Anyway, I thought I'd warn huh? you. On your trek east, be aware of that. Fine. Whatever your business. I should go and attend to some of the other people, but... Uh, oh, here, I forgot to pay. I'm going to oh, give him an extra 10 gold. Sir, this yeah, is... I'm, I'm, like, pretending that I forgot to actually pay, even though I did actually Yeah. Pay. <laughs> kind of giving him 10 extra gold. Gives you a nod and kind of sweeps it over, reaches under the bar and pulls out a, a ring of keys. Then he puts three keys in front of you guys and, and nods. He goes and you can see him going and talking to some people. Um, Doc, all of these people are farmers. There is one figure in the very corner of the room, kind of sitting, kind of Aragorn-style. Oh, <laughs> Um, Love it. It's a wood elf cloaked in a lot of shadow. The way that the room is lit, she has found like a dark corner. And she is sitting on like a, a chair with her foot up on another chair and like kind of resting her elbow on that. The knee that's kind of cocked up. And she's dressed in just kind of like furs and leather. Um, she has like a dark brown skin and these brilliant green eyes that are glinting even though her face is almost entirely cast in shadow. They're glowing almost like a cat's eyes. She has these really long ears, um, longer even than uh, Cora's that are constantly like twitching with every sound and kind of swiveling to match like a loud sound. <laughs> um, and her long hair is kind of dreaded and, and pushed up into several like braids and buns. And she's just kind of sitting there and she's just kind of holding a bowl of soup and she's just kind of watching you guys <laughs> as she's eating it. I love how Doc is the only one who sees this. She's just like, oh. Uh, yeah, you, you notice that Doc as you kind of are listening to this story. She's just kind of sitting eating her soup. She's looking at us? Yeah. And she notices you noticing her and just locks eyes with you and does not blink. Um, I don't think you've ever interacted with a wood elf before. Um, roll a history check. Oh, hello dice that hate me. Oh, that no. is a four. Oh, yeah, you don't know nice. anything about wood elves. <laughs> yeah, you don't know anything about this. Or I just don't remember. I'm like, uh, So you guys are just kind of at the bar? Okay. I'm going to, I don't know. 
It's light wave. <laughs> kind of raises up her bowl of soup. It's like a little salute. Goes back to slurping. She doesn't actually slurp. It's very strange. <laughs> the soup. There's no slurp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? magic! <laughs> Prestidigitation, no slur. <laughs> um, I'm gonna check in with Thora. Hey, uh, how you doing? Fine. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'll check in with you. It's kind of a weird little town. Yeah. Not a single attractive person here. I mean, have we looked? Uh, you guys can roll That's perception checks if you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a lot to assume for someone who hasn't made a perception check in the world. <laughs> nine. Sorry. Sixteen. Sixteen and nine. Um, there's a lot of. There are a lot of beaten down people in here who maybe are attractive when they're not so sad. Um, but there is sitting in a corner a wood elf. <laughs> <laughs> soup. I feel like we're supposed and to talk she's hot. hot. She's in like salute. black leathers and furs. I'm gonna say I didn't notice her. You did not. Right now, I still don't. I'm just gonna look over and give you a little smirk and like, and then I'm gonna walk over to the wood elf. Okay. Oh, oh shit. You you start <laughs> walking towards you start walking towards the wood elf and very casually she just kind of reaches like she's got her leg up kind of like this. Mm-hmm. She just reaches into her boot and just pulls out a dagger. <laughs> and she's just kind of holding it kind of lazily and she puts her bowl of soup down on the barrel next to her as you just walk towards her and she's just twirling it in her fingers. I'm gonna smile and sit down in front of her. Hey. What's your name? She doesn't say anything. I'm Thora. Kabatha. Kilbasa? <laughs> you son of a bitch! It's the first session! <laughs> <laughs> I generally thought you said Kilbasa. Kabatha. Kabatha. Kilbasa. Oh my god. If she wasn't a villain before, she is now. <laughs> what are you doing here? She doesn't say anything. Can I uh, have a drink? I do not drink. Well, you are um, the one who looks vaguely like you. Well, not stop staring. Well, we uh, we are twins. It's something we share in common is we're pretty attracted to things that are attractive. So I don't think you can blame either one of us. Her face is like a fucking mask. She's just staring at you. Yeah, Jade. Um, I wanna order a bowl of soup from. Uh... <laughs> okay, you order a little okay. bowl of tomato soup. Yeah, tomato. Um, <laughs> How much is this? Hey, we gonna copper. All right, I'm gonna give him a gold. Okay. Uh, she kind of. These people that you are traveling with, who are they? My pals. We're from. You were speaking to the bartender about the quest. Yeah. I wonder why that interests you. Uh, seems like something's going on, and we're trying to figure out what that is. Do you know anything about it? Roll a persuasion check. Eleven. I know a great many things. I do not share them with strangers. Well, maybe we can um become a little bit more friendly. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just off in the corner with your suit. What are you, what are you guys doing? Oh, I have, any, have, have you guys seen Thora there. speaking with this individual? I assume you would be. Honestly, I think I'd probably, like, is there a dartboard or something? I'm just like... <laughs> uh, no, it's quite boring in here, actually. Is there, is there it's quite dull. To do? No, and it's late. So everyone's just kind of like sluggish or they're going off to bed. Okay. I think I'm just trying to, like, figure out what I might know or may have read about dryads. Roll a, uh, <laughs> just a basic intelligence check. 17. Okay, yeah, so the things that you would probably know about dryads is they are usually connected to an, a, an area of a forest or a specific tree. They can be exceptionally dangerous when provoked. They also are known in many stories to, like, lure people away with, like, sweet little songs and, like, charming them and being very, like, sultry and, and alluring and then, like, luring them off a cliff for fun. They are fae, which means that they are from another plane of existence or, like, they, at least their origins long ago are from another plane of existence. And they are, by their very nature, as fit, v- 
very, very difficult to understand and read and predict. But I think you do remember the majority of the stories being about them just kind of being these, like, beautiful forest spirits that, like, wander the woods but, like, aren't, like, bloodthirsty monsters or anything like that. Um, you guys, as you actually are sitting there, uh, that halfling with the, the gray hair that's been pushed back kind of swaggers up. Uh, how are you, my be? I'm Lila. Cordelia. I'm Winnie. You are? Doc. I ain't seen any like you before. Thought y'all were a myth. Well, you see me now. Not a myth. What are y'all doing in my town? I'm Sheriff Meredith Graymate, and I would like to know what y'all are doing here. You might have been able to tell from interviewing our bartender there and the state of things. This town is not exactly in its best state, and any newcomers, I would like to understand your business here. Nothing personal. I just need to check up. What are y'all doing here? Well, uh, we were just on the road, and, and this was the town we, we came upon when we needed to stop. Y'all are, are blowing through? Just here for the night? Well, we were thinking about staying for a couple of days. We're very tired, and we've been traveling for a while. Make a uh, deception check. Oh, Tim is like washing off blood. Tim's like, <laughs> like, yeah. And then like wounds. Nat twenty. Nat twenty. She just kind of nods and uh, yeah. Th who's the child with? Oh, she's with us. She kind of looks at the dragonborn, the gnome, mm. oh, the <laughs> elf, the child, and the halfling, <clears throat> and the two erjanasi. Kind of a motley crew, ain't you? Yeah. Out of game. Um, don't they like know that we're coming though? Like, didn't they give us heads up that we could like talk to the sheriff? Did I make that up? No, I mean he was he suggested that we talk to the sheriff and the mm -hmm. priest. Gotcha. So, I don't okay. think it's like a secret. I'm not I'm not definitely not trying to like cover up like the fact that we like investigating? Yeah, I think I just don't want to tell her where we came from. No, totally. Kind of, or who I just we couldn't remember for is what I'm trying was, to do. If it was that or if it was that like they were expecting people to come. I couldn't remember. Uh, yeah, Mark Juan said that you could, you could absolutely try, but he didn't mention whether or not you were expected. Uh, she kind of goes, well, I'm just going to, uh, I'll be around about any questions, but uh, keep your wits about you and uh, stay out of the forest. Yeah, Bye. thanks. Dark things in there, but it won't best be left alone till it's dealt with. Who's dealing with if, it? If no one, so if you leave it alone, how is it going to be dealt with? Well, I need you to leave it alone because y'all are strangers and I don't need strangers' deaths on my conscience as top of the other deaths that I've already got on my conscience. Oh no. So, I would try to. Are you sure they're dead? The ones that went in there? Well, I don't know about those, but I do mean the ones that have died in attempts to solve this problem. <clears throat> like actually killed by the dryads or. That's right. But people have gone into the forest and they've just not come back, but you don't know what's happened to them. That's, that's correct. But they have been missing for several weeks, which I think anyone who has explored the wilderness before or has spent a solid amount of time in the wilderness would tell you that that's never a good sign. Right. And they've been gone for more than three weeks, some of them. I don't mean to pry, but the bartender mentioned that the mill collapsed recently. Yeah, that seemed to be the first act of aggression from the beans in that forest. How do you know that? Well, we saw a number of them fleeing the scene when the accident did happen and the creatures were killed. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and I'm sorry, the people were killed. Dryads were reportedly in the scene. And several weeks later, uh, there was another encounter at the border and a dryad attacked several of my men and we managed to kill before it could do any more damage and uh, lost a, a man in the process and I put out the bounce for anybody who can bring him in figure I should reward people for trying to help the town out and bring us back so we can get the, the mill back and, and our people can start earning a little bit more key. we don't have much of an industry here that mill is for a lot of us everything and we have tried to rebuild it um, and it has been destroyed again and again every time with dryads being reported playing the scene once you went inside the mill did it seem like something that they could have done what, what was the damage in the building well dryads do from what I have heard and from what I have read dryads do have some level of control over forest and, mm -hmm. and organic material such as wood and every time we have repaired the mill we have used and believe me we know lumber it is our trade and we have used strong sturdy materials that have almost immediately rotted mm. that is not how wood normally works especially when it is treated the way that we know how to treat it 
I uh, just wanted to check in and see who y'all were. Got any more questions for me? Uh, I do have an office across the road. And I am there most days if I am not uh, helping someone out with a dryad spot or something like that. Uh, you don't need to raise your hand. But... Sorry. What's going to happen to this town if it doesn't work? Catching all the dryads and getting rid of them. I'm guys... trying. I'm trying not to lend credence to that thought. I have not mm -hmm. thought about it too. For a lot of us, this is our home and. It means a, a great deal to us. I suppose if push came to shove, we might have to flee. Though, with the vast to the west, and a country at war to the east, and a forest full of uh, murderous dryads, and to the north, murderous elves. And she kind of looks a bit of a glare to, and now you all can see her, the wood elf in the corner. Uh, I was from with elves. Not from around here, are you? No, but I am an elf. Nothing wrong with sea elves. I've met several that are very fine, outstanding people, and I'm sure that... <coughs> Perhaps what else have some level of kindness in them as well, but if you're from this area, you know that there is one road taken to Vester, and it's this one, and that's because it does not cut through the moorwood. People who are not wood elves who venture into that forest rarely ever come out. When they do, it's in various states of dismemberment and disfiguration. Wood elves do not like people in their territory, it would seem. That's why there's a massive forest in the middle of the Vester Kingdom that is not technically a part of the Vester Kingdom. I'm not gonna go attacking her, which I've got my eye on her. Anyway, what I was trying to get out there is not a lot of possibilities on really any side places to go anyway i should get back to uh, work i got a patrol to get to enjoy your stay i suppose in the smiling sandwich kind of nod turns away hey guys who was that that, that was, was the, the sheriff, sheriff. <laughs> oh, oh okay cool uh cool cool um i have some thoughts you guys hear very faint <clears throat> and a little wasp lands on mm -hmm. i'm gonna catch it make a dexterity check I don't know why a wasp seems so unsettling 18? to me right now. You take a point of piercing damage. I'm gonna reach flame and tie my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you open up your hands and there's no wasp in your Because you crisped it. <clears throat> Alright, um, what are your thoughts? Well, um, so she said, is everybody here with us now? Or are you guys still over with? Uh, I'm, I was actually with? about to head over to the wood elf. I'm okay. still there. From what I know about dryads, they're really not very dangerous unless they're provoked first. And I guess my first thought was, well, having a lumber mill next to a forest where there's a bunch of dryads who, you know, their brothers and sisters are all trees and they're all getting cut down and made into lumber might piss off some dryads. So I guess what I'm wondering is maybe they were provoked because all their brothers and sisters are being cut down. Mm. And, um... How are we going to solve? that problem though we're we gonna move the dryads because i mean our job is to get the mill back up and running and that involves cutting down trees kind of what a mill does i think so if that's the thing i mean if they feel provoked by that um i don't know how but i think if that's the route we want to take is preserving these guys lives and uh we're gonna have to move them somehow somewhere else but don't know how well that's gonna go we have to go to this um holy tree yeah, I, I mean, why doesn't this happen everywhere there's a mill if there's these spirits and trees and they don't like it when I, the trees are cut down i don't know i think doc's onto something i think the holy tree has something to do with it let's go to the tree yeah let's go in the morning Lay it on your neck. You smack it. The wasp falls down on the ground. Huh. I'm gonna go outside. Can you poke your head outside? It's dark. Can I hear any buzzing? Make a perception check. I don't like where this is going. Nine. I think this wood elf lady has something to do with this. I'm gonna go, like, <laughs> to the bartender. That comes over. Um, yeah. do you have a bit of a wasp problem here? I mean, we live near forests. Wasps are a creature that dwells in the forest. Yeah, but are they usually a lot inside, in the once in a while, I suppose. Alright, do I see any more no. buzzing around? It's just weird. I think we should all get some rest and um, maybe try to find the um, priest tomorrow. 
and uh, maybe go to the temple or, like Doc said, the Holy Tree, which I guess is in the forest. That doesn't seem super safe. I think it's a good idea, but I mean, we gotta keep our wits about us, you know? I don't say I'm too scared of a forest, but we like to do something with our horse more properly. <laughs> what do you mean? You think I didn't tie well enough? <laughs> I mean, like, people could take it. I'm really good there at it. There is a stable. <coughs> you do see a stable. I was about to do a pickup line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> do the pickup line, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, give it to us. I'm really good at uh, tying things up. <laughs> All right, but I still think people could take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you tie knots. You're not very good at it, actually. Uh, um, you got me there, kid. <laughs> uh, Thora, Kabatha stands. She just walks past you. Heads for the door. She kind of stops. Uh, she is probably like 5'3". She just kind of stops for a moment and just kind of looks at all of you. Her eyes are a little, like, they almost remind you of, like, deer eyes and how, like, they're a little bit bigger than normal. And her, she just kind of, like, surveys you with, like, a slightly cocked head. Are there any wafts on her? Her ears just kind of twitching every once in a while with sounds. I'll give her a little wave, like... She's just kind of, she's almost, like, looking past you guys. Like, she's looking at you, but almost staring kind of blankly. And you see her just kind of, like, thoughtfully almost, like, like run her, like, tongue over, like, her teeth. And you actually see, like, she has a slightly sharper canines. And then she just kind of, like, blinks back. Like, she just, like, snapped back to reality or whatever. And just kind of, and just walks past. Can we help you? She walks through the door, closes it behind her. She looks very strange. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my bowl of soup and chase after her. What? Okay, you open up the door with your bowl of soup, um, and you're looking around, you can't see her. You left your soup! You hear, you hear, I ate every drop that I wanted. And you look up, and she's like looking down at you from the roof. <laughs> I love her. Well, uh, got you another one for the road if you want. I don't use roads. She vanishes from the <laughs> Alright, cool line, but like... <laughs> I didn't mean literally, whatever. <laughs> I go and I eat the soup. You raise up a little thing to soup? A bee? Ah, wow. Okay, I'm gonna like keep it on my hand and look at it a little bit. Okay, it just is moving along the hey. back of your hand. Hey guys. Yeah, um, what is up with the- Wait, 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 wait. Let's see where it goes. I'm gonna like blow on it. Why is it I'm gonna follow it. You're like <laughs> following this wasp right lands on the counter, crawls around, seems to like drink a little, like spilled something. Flies over to like, some I think there are like a lot of those in the forest. Um, just like it's just aimlessly, huh? Oh my god! Okay, make an attack roll. Oh, this is a wooden this building. Is not it. This is. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> I did not like this. Layla. So they said that there's. Layla's indoors. Remember, you built up, you burned up some buildings before. It was a focus. I'm Layla. It hit it, did you know? Hold on, These people are super poor. We should just be careful with flames. You look over and there's like two farmers that are like <laughs> just staring at you with just looking between you and the dragonborn, just like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening in our town right now? So, Winnie, you uh, checked in with the bartender and they said that there's not a wasp problem or anything? I didn't. Did I? Nope, that was Cora. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. Cora. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I overheard it from a distance. Yeah, okay. A little, uh, yeah, he said he didn't anyway. seem to think there was anything unusual. Well, three wasps all coming at us at once. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just being paranoid. I don't like it. I don't like bugs <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'm not a huge man no. of bees specifically, but uh... Those were wasps. You got me there, kid. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're just uh... All the stops, aren't you? Would I like know anything about like wasps? <laughs> and then, like connection to other shit? You can roll a nature check. That voice. <laughs> I know it's back to Allie now. <laughs> but I didn't know anything about wasps. <laughs> I don't have like any... 14. <laughs> 
14. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, wasps are uh, insects that <laughs> wasps live are fucking in wasps. kind of papery nests that can be found in the <laughs> hollows within trees or maybe in the eaves of roofs. Uh, they generally have a queen, and then there are a lot of drones that go around and Welcome gather them pollen the and bring it back to the, the papery nest. Where we um, talk about bees. Yeah, they're, wasps! They're, they're, they're a part of the natural ecosystem a lot. Eaten by birds. Caitlin's over it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. So I guess just I the meant, usual. I guess I meant in the. So you do know a lot about wasps. Of this world. Oh no. Where you, we're at. Yeah, you're like, well, that's weird. Three wasps. But also, it's warm in here. There's food. Okay. So it's let's... just weird that like you pointed out the wasps. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I know, but like we can't. <laughs> like, yeah, like, we can't be like <laughs> it's weird that we noticed three wasps. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this wasp. All right, well. Uh, let me add this to my notes real quick. Um, <laughs> just just wasps. Three wasps. Yep. Put a little box around. So what's the, what's the plan for tomorrow? Uh, I thought to bed. Yeah, it seems like the plan is going to check out that tree. Well, um, oh, can we, like, maybe we should talk to the priest first. All right, talk to the priest. Go check out that tree. We got tree? It, We should be, uh, there's like a holy, holy tree. Like a holy tree or something. Uh, like a holy tree. Okay, so I wasn't here tree. when you guys found that out. Yeah, for sure. Who is putting holes in trees? Uh, it's holy like the gods. Like very... Sacred, okay. <laughs> um, it's very special. This girl's just learning everything about the world with just the best teachers. Yeah. <laughs> See if we can uh, deduce anything from there, and then if oh, we don't... we're the deduce. We're like real detectives. Yeah. If we don't get anything from that, maybe go check out the myth. Too. Maybe see uh, any any clues we can find, anything like that. Yeah? Yeah. Sound like a plan? Yeah, there's some options in there. All right. Well, do you I'm have gonna... another idea? No, I just mean... Yeah, is there anything No, I just mean wanna... tomorrow's another day, so we should just wake up and reevaluate and see what the best order of events would be. So cute. <laughs> Isn't it better to have a plan? I think it's a great tentative plan. I'm not trying to be um, contrarian here. I'm just saying, I think uh -huh. that in the morning, we reevaluate. Big words. You just didn't know what to do. <laughs> Sorry. What about if in the morning there's, you know, 50 wasps? In the bar, and we have to, <laughs> and, and we have to, to reevaluate which direction we take our day. Them all. Uh, oh, I think, I, okay, maybe. Anyway, maybe that's another thing we reevaluate in the morning. Uh. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. You guys are going to bed? I'm going to go to bed, too. I'm going to bed. Yeah, okay. I guess. Are you guys taking the horse to a stable? Yeah. Or are you going straight to bed? Yeah. Okay. Take the horse to a stable. It looks like it's like a help yourself kind of thing. And there's like a little... Uh, DIY. DIY stable? There is oh, like a... Stable. There's a place to like store carts and stuff and a place to stable your horse. And there's also a wow. till that's like leave a, leave a silver. Storing your horse here. Okay. Um, do you leave a silver? Yeah. Honor system. Yeah. What an honest bad. boy. This is my bad. Alright, you guys are all going up into your rooms. Who's you only got three rooms, so who's sleeping? I'm sleeping with my brother. I'm sleeping with sleeping them. The same room. Oh, I'll stay with Pim. <laughs> Layla is sleeping with, with the twins. I will sleep forever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does Doc just have her own room? Well, I guess so. <laughs> Doc's like, I'll take one, that one, and everyone else is pairing up. I thought up. we only had three. Yeah, so three it's rooms. like it's like three, like three, and three. one. Yeah, three and three and one. It doesn't make any sense, but somehow Doc's like, oh. Okay. 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 <laughs> like, like, Doc just shut Everyone's like, do you guys remember when Doc just shot that bird? Yeah, and everyone's like, also, the night do you guys remember when Layla just shot that wasp? <laughs> Multiple, and just burn one in her hands? Uh, you guys all go to sleep and start to sleep for the night? Oh no, he had a look on his uh, face. Uh, what time it is. Doc, it's you are getting ready for bed, in whatever way a dragonborn does, and you kind of look out the window. I'm moving my chain mail. <laughs> uh, you kind of look out the window very briefly, and it looks like your window actually looks out on into the forest. Mm. 
Um, and very, very briefly, there is a standing in, like, in between some of the forests in the front row. Her skin is kind of chalky white, like black markings, almost like an aspen tree, like, oh, bar- like the bark of an aspen tree. Um, and she has hair that looks like, um, like the green leaves of an aspen tree. She's kind of blowing in the air. Aww. And she just kind of... Stocks go screaming. She just kind of raises up a little hand. Well, that's definitely Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs> she just kind of raises up a little hand to you, like she sees you. And you blink, and she is right here. <gasps> Jesus Christ! Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! You all scared like, me. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 like inches from your face, oh. and you just she's in here with us. And you blink again, and there's just green leaves like blowing in the room, and you are alone. Hello, this is Caitlin. I play Dr. Doxy, or Dr. Doxy PhD, the Dragonborn Ranger. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the third episode of Adventures in Questing. We have been so thrilled with the feedback and support we've gotten so far. We release new episodes every Tuesday, and we hope to see you back next week. <laughs> to keep up with our adventures and find out what happens next, make sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media for updates and behind-the-scenes photos and videos. Our Twitter is ADVinQuesting, and you can also find us on Adventures in Questing on Facebook and Instagram. If you like the show, tell a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Adventures in Questing.